What's good, Internet? And welcome to session 115 of Super GG Radio, part of NPR of Illinois, where friends chat about video games and all things adjacent. I am Alex Arona. With me is co-host Joldie Wh- Get- Getty. Getty, you trying to say something right now? All right, let's read this. Let's read this. My co-host, Joel DeWitt. Hello, Alex. Thank you, and I hope your week is going well. <laughs> it is. Thank you. We also have co-host Eric Getty Gettinger. Good evening, Getty. Hi, Alex. I hope your family's doing well. I... Getty, I feel like you're trying to say something after last week's episode. Are you, are you, are you mad at us, Getty? <laughs> you just Ron Burgundy it. See what happens. They are, and I reciprocate the sentiment. Finally, we have Alec Parks with us tonight. I appreciate your friendship, Alex. It warms me in the cockles of my heart. And I yours, good buddy. This week we play video... I hate (laughs) (laughs) Getty, I I feel like you're phoning it in this week. Well, we got a tons of good betas coming, coming your way and early adopters. News was heavy this week as everything is talking pre pre E3 or pre three as I call it, and uh, we have some oldies but goodies in the backlog blog talking about a dystopian future, more like a metopian future. But first, early adopters, uh, adopters, ugh, early adopters. Where we play alphas, betas, and games that have us walking on the ceiling. Uh, the first game we played, Sky Beneath. Sky Beneath, which is actually a really, like, I feel like a really, uh, j- just in general, that's a very unique name. Uh, as always, I'm going to put him on the spot. Joel, did you play yeah. them this week? Yes, sir. I Yeah, it's it's a Christmas miracle. A- Alec, you look like you're wearing something Christmas with all that red and stuff. They are Ewoks. Okay. I am uh, hashtag ad wearing a MeUndies onesie. They, oh, you can't expanded. say that. First off, they're not paying us. Two, audio podcast, friends, audio podcast. Mm-hmm. They should join us on Thursdays on our Twitch channel where we record live. Where you would that be, Alec? Twitch.tv slash radio. Good catch, Getty. Good catch. There we go. That's how you, that's how you do an ad. Joel, tell us about Sky Beneath. So uh, Sky Beneath is a third-person action game. I, I think you described it at some point earlier this week as a 360-ass uh, 360 game, something like that. And that that's fair. Like it's, It is about this girl who is sort of cybernetic, or at least she has cybernetic-like uh, prosthetics and limbs and an outfit. Uh, she's talking to her radio mate, I guess. or, or a, It's her a sister. Partner. Her sister, okay, but she over a radio, and they're leading her through this uh, lab to more or less ch- kind of awaken her abilities or awaken the power within the suit she's using. And I think they've talked about there's some sort of journey to try to fix their spaceship. So this is basically Toe Jam and Earl. Wait, hold on a second. You got sister vibes off that because I totally got lovers. I thought she said sis. I thought that it was her friend who saved her after she crash landed on the planet in that Brad. spaceship. You're lucky yeah. I remember there was two people. Good, because <laughs> that was a thing that happened a couple of weeks ago. Unbeatable. So, 
So <laughs> the you know you're exploring this this derelict ship and what seems like a civilization that has passed, and you get technology that allows you to pick a direction and have that direction turn into the floor, uh, anti gravity. And uh, you use that to explore the space, solve puzzles, and avoid uh, dangerous water uh, environments. Water. In this case, it was just it was electrified water. It was so this, the race that created this ship was a, a race of dick bags. <laughs> because Wait, I mean, all of their puzzles. It's not so much that they were dick bags as they didn't give a shit about your Euclidean geometry. Exactly. They were like, oh, you can only walk in one direction. Well, try using our spaceship now. That's not what. That's not why there's water electrified water. The whole ship was destroyed. Yeah, but the idea was that the race that came before that built the ship, they weren't bound by the same laws that we are. So they were able to, you know, change the direction of their gravity at any point. And the suit that your friend builds for you allows you to manipulate your center of gravity. And you know what kind of reminded me of? Go ahead. She also built your arm, if you read the yeah. in-game stuff you find. It's a badass arm, little, too. The yes. journals that are floating around. Yeah, yeah. And the, the movement itself, uh, who's here's played Gravity Rush? You. I have. Just me? Okay, Alex. <laughs> so, you know, the, the whole conceit of that is that you use your superpowers to sort of make her fly so to speak but instead of it being directional it's like you have to choose a direction and then you go in that direction until you disengage if kind of remind me of that this is a little more like you know 90 degrees are your options but i found myself kind of trying to you know uh flutter the t's so i could try to like as i'm going to stop i'm gonna just like gracefully float down and land on the spot I wanted to land on. Does anybody do that? Yeah. Yes. Especially yeah. during the part where you're trying to see how many nodes you can collect. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I would try and <laughs> yeah, propel I, myself from one wall to the other and then, like, fall. Not graceful. I, I think that graceful is the operative word here. I definitely did not do graceful. <laughs> yeah. The, the, the That's kind of where I was at. I, when I was doing the, they, they, to test your powers, they have you collect orbs uh, with a time limit and see how many you can collect in that time and they're in this random space. But I, I can't, I think I got 21. Uh, Alec, you're muted. Better than me. Jesus, I got 14. Yeah, I got like 21. Yes, I I was, I was high teens. But so what I was going to say though, is that I know specifically that I wasn't Oh, pick a direction, and then f- I was like spastically hit the button, quick, 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 and I just would end up like spinning the whole, like spinning my character in space, just kind of like fall left, up, right, down. Okay, no, got it, got it down. Okay, so <laughs> I never did it once that in, in trying to do it fat, like in a quick succession. I never did it nice and smooth. I did it with oh, I'm falling in four different directions to just get the one I wanted. You know, considering in this case you're like, uh, what how did it, four five, six different directions you can have your person go in. So, yeah, I had to count that out, too. <laughs> I think there's only four. Forward, backwards, left, right. And that up and correct. down. No, you, you can't, can't go directly up or down is already the way you're falling. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. But that counts yeah. as one. 
No, no, because that's just where you're falling. You can't change from default. But if you're left, you can go down. That, if you're going well, left, that, you can change to left. If you're yes. left, you can change to down. No, if you're then you're changing to right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you are. It's only this, left, this right, is turning forward, backward. That's it. This, this is turning. Who's on? Into a who's on second? Problem. I don't know. Please, Third if base. We talk long enough. I'm sure you'll tell me it's my mom. So just go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so I, I just wasn't very smooth with it. But I really liked the the back and forth they had. The, it was very natural feeling. It did feel like a just like, a, oh, they're kind of joking around, having a good... Like, and they, they felt appreciative of each other. Like, oh, thanks for helping me. And like, okay, cool. And uh, it, felt, it felt very natural. So uh, that was something I noticed. Uh, and also the menus just reminded me of a 360. So I really enjoyed this game. I, I mean, I got a completely different vibe than you did with uh, as far as friends. Um, but I loved it. The gameplay was smooth. You moved fast enough. You had a dash. It, I would absolutely play the full version of this game. Yeah, I, I would say it's probably on par with something like uh, control and movement. It's It's a little stiff, but you can, once you get the hang of it, you can really go and feel like you're moving quick but uh i i would be interested to see a full-fledged version of this okay okay uh getty any final thoughts on uh the sky beneath this game made me happy the next game made me sad (laughs) well i mean tell us about the next game getty the next game we played is there there no that's is it Oh, there, there you, you are. are. There you there are. There are you. That's ba- It's poorly written on on our doc. It's there you are. <laughs> Getty, tell me about there you are. It is a third person short story to help you deal with grief and loss, and it is in such a uh, what's. Uh, you know, some of those, like, uh, Tim Burton claymation kind of stuff. I was going to lean like. towards yeah. uh, Richard Scarry, almost. But, yeah, I think Tim okay, Burton yeah. is, is I probably... I think we've referenced been... Richard Scarry too much in this podcast history. I think we're <laughs> it, on four it, times it has now? It has the color palette of Richard Scarry. It has the the molds of something like right. uh, like Frankenweenie or something like that. But yeah, the character uh, yeah. designs and the fabrics really reminded me of Coraline. Yes, that's another good comparison too. Mm. Okay. Yeah, they so it yeah, for me I th- I wasn't in claymation so much as I was thinking it actually looks like wood puppets and but fabric. stop motion in general. Yeah. And uh you are uh, a uh, a girl. Uh, she looks to be high school college age. High school. Yeah, it's high school. Oh, yes, yeah. Around there getting ready for her uh for her dad's birthday and which they're going to go on a camping trip so she's prepping and getting everything ready and then her dad kind of at the last minute says that uh maybe we should do something else and you kind of gather that he is seeing somebody and he wants to spend time with that person and uh the daughter does not take it very well yeah i mean she described before that it was like an annual trip that they do uh, I, I guess since her mother passed away, and it was just the two of them. Uh, but yeah, it's uh, it is a story about her and her father, and 
trying to get through different motions and sort of you're pawing around and getting little snippets of what's happened in all of it. So when you're going, when you're first in the room, she's talking about the trip, but she's also having you pack everything. So you're picking up the uh, stuff on the ground. You're picking it. Why am I having trouble with words tonight? Holy it's okay. Uh, yeah. I said early adopted. So we take the baton. You're looking uh, for her shoes. So yeah, what I got out of this was really that, the camping trip is one of the few constants that she can depend on. And when her father pulls the rug out from under her and says, I don't really want to do it. I want to hang out with my new girlfriend. She's devastated one, because she's still trying to cope with the loss of her mother, but also Mm -hmm. that it's time that she's not going to get to spend really with her father or she has to share him now. So one of the things that I did is since you're able to explore the room, you're looking for your, your gym shoes or your hiking shoes, uh, is that there's this cabinet, like an armoire, and it, it every time you go up to it, it says, no, I don't want to open it, or not now. No, I can't I can't do it today. Yeah. I can't do it. Yeah. You can't do yeah. it. So uh, after you get into an argument with your father, uh, one of the things that the game does at a couple of different points is the character sits there and takes a couple of deep breaths, and it has you enter like a key command to go along with it. So yes, it's one of those things where... It's very emotional. It's very uh, on purpose that they're doing this because you need to stop and reset yourself, and uh, eventually you get to open, you get to open the armoire. Yeah, this game does what a lot of other great games do, and it's it it forces you to do these seemingly mundane tasks where you're just doing something simple, but they're tying it to the story and to the character in a way where it feels purposeful, feels really meaningful. And to, to interact in a way that, while it seems mundane, gives you more agency to it. It puts you in the space that they're in. Uh, in her case, what seemed like almost like a panic attack makes everything feel tense and just needing to calm and needing to breathe and you're you're almost there for her while also experiencing it similarly yourself and i you know i don't want to go into too deep of the story it's a very you know what 30 40 minute game but i mean and and one of the things also to note it is a student game uh this is not uh this is not a fully published game this is just like a student game and it's the way it it handles the I've, i've the one thing i will comment on is that the audio recording seemed a little like it could have been a little bit better like the the voiceover yeah, the dad. but the way it yeah, yeah the dad the but the way it handled the the material and the way it made you feel for that character and put yourself in that space really i, I think that this is something i i might get other people to play just because it, it does hit home in some really uh deep places yeah i, yeah. I found myself wishing there was more of it yeah. Frankly, it, it, I should be ready for three more episodes of that and then trying to see deeper dives of certain experiences since her mom died. Well, it might be time to buckle up our shoelaces and head over to Life is Strange 2, Joel. I oh, I yeah. own that. I need to get around to that. And I uh, yeah. that is something to just, like, we kind of... We at Super GG Radio don't always, uh, we don't play games as a team. We kind of just play whatever we want to play and to a certain extent. But there are times when there are games that multiples of us are interested in that we will just play them together. Maybe that will be a future episode, along with 
the one that we are currently all playing, Blasphemous. So, I already played it. So, yes, I know. I, we all I do know. I want to go talk about a couple of things that you mentioned with there. You are, uh-huh. and I did. Anybody else find breathing along with the character was really centering and helpful. I really enjoyed that aspect of it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'd say yeah. I felt that. I agree. Now, I know Alex has lost a parent. I've lost a parent. Have either of you, Joel or Gutty? I've been blessed where I have not lost a parent. I'm in the same boat so, as Joel. This was this hit different. This hit in a weird way for me because I've my dad passed whoosh, 11, 11 and a half years, 10 and a half years ago. And but my parents were already separated when my dad passed. And it made me think of a lot of those feelings that actually came from the divorce rather than his passing itself. And it I have to say I went into this I didn't read the description or anything. So when you got to the armoire that you couldn't open I was like oh shit is this going to be a creepy game like Coraline (laughs) and I got through it and I got to the end and like you said I could really see another couple episodes this really just felt comfortable it helped me be kind of present with some of those previous thoughts that I had about both my dad's passing and my parents separation and despite the fact that, yeah, it was only 30, 40 minutes, I really enjoyed this game. My only major complaint is that movement was slow as balls. Okay, I'm glad I'm not the only one. You, are, you do walk along at a pretty slow pace. So do you uh, run around your house, like, at breakneck speeds? That's I move true. faster I, than she does. If I'm going up the stairs, you use all fours and sort of climb like a tiger. Yeah, okay. Damn that's, that's straight. <laughs> yeah i no, chase my I, dogs around yeah the th- yeah that's definitely uh something that's admirable about the game and it was the way that it continued on and put you in the scenario in, in the character's shoes it kept me present and so like there wasn't any time where i was like oh, i'm gonna look at my phone or anything like that because i was just kind of hyper focused on what was happening and wanting to hear more of that story so uh i think there you are definitely something uh worth praising even as a student game yeah i really hope that these students get noticed and continue on in their careers i mean worst case i'll try to reach out to them and tell them myself yeah let's hit them up on twitter we gotta find out if they have a twitter first but as of right now, I think Getty's got a case of the feels. I think we all got the case of the feels. Let's take a break, take a couple deep breaths, and we'll be right back. news it's that magical time of the year where i get to put on jorts nice can i I tell you guys something you love jorts no (laughs) i have not 
I bought shorts and wore shorts outside of my house. Uh, there was time between, again, it might blow your minds, 2005 to 2019. I never did that. Wow. I have not. I have, as soon as it hits above 60 degrees on any given day, I will wear shorts until it drops below 60 again. I, feel I was like, very heavily. Alex, you might be ahead. the kind of person that wears your jeans until they're in such a decrepit state, and then you decide that you're going to cut the bottom part off so that you turn <laughs> those jeans into shorts. Cutoffs? No. Yeah, I could see you in some yeah, you, cutoffs. You got to get some, you got to get the Daisy Duke cutoffs. <laughs> no, I want the mid thigh. I want never some nude. nice mid thigh. Think never nude. No, okay. So <laughs> I was a skate. I still am a skateboarder, and I, that you're always at threat of getting hit in the shins. So it's either padding or something to absorb the blood from getting hit in the shins. So therefore, I've always worn pants. And I just got so used to it that I just never, and I was always just like uncomfortable in shorts from that time span. And it wasn't until 2019 that I said, like, I'm going to buy cargo shorts. And I found some comfy ones, and now I'm all about the cargo shorts. I'm into it. And I'm very happy with my purchase. I have two pairs. Two pairs. Wait a minute. Go back. Absorb the blood? You hit in the shin, man. You bleed. Happened to me I, like, like four is, days ago. This is actually like What is wrong with knowledge? your shins? Alex, Skateboarding, you get hit in the shins. He was a skater boy. So see, you see you later, later boy. boy. No, no. there you go. No, irresponsible. No, no shin guards wearing. You know, setting no. a bad example. Mm-hmm. Just, I just wanted to get that out there. I just wanted to get that uh, shorts. Th- I'm into shorts now. I wasn't then. Moving on. Uh, first piece of news: Netflix has begun recruiting to expand their video game services. I think they're kind of doing the whole interactive entertainment. Uh, you know, as they have done with uh, the... Uh, it was the Minecraft Bla- story mode. That and yeah. Black Mirror. Yep. Yep, I know there's some there. Uh, th- there's a whole series of... Uh, it's called You vs. Wild. And mm-hmm. it'll be like a uh, a nature explorer, Bear Grylls type guy running into scenarios and then telling you like, oh, we tra- ran across this area, we're hungry we can find some snails over here or we can collect these things out of the river and eat these. And then you make a choice and it, they enact like whether or not he survives <laughs> in all of it. So wow. like they, they got plenty of places to go. Right. It's, I, I kind of love, I, I, it's a big hook for me when they do that kind of choose your own adventure things. I was a big, uh, choose your own story book reader. I had the, I had the, uh, goosebumps one and it would just tear into them. Me too. I, me too. I tried to introduce my eldest child to them. She read it once and was like, you die at the end. I was like, well, how many times did you read it? Once. Once. Well, did you choose something different? No. Go back and read it again. She never reread it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just, they're just quick to give up anymore. I mean, it's like. I was probably that way. That's kind of like, um, that, uh. That, that meme about the Mass Effect. I'm going to play Mass Effect again. Why? Because there's different options that I could choose. You're going to choose the same one. Maybe not this time. <laughs> no, you aren't. You're going to play it the same exact way. Nope. I went full on Dick Shepard. That's what you did last time. I remember you telling me that. And the time before that, I did Good Guy Shepard. And also, I didn't get to play the third one because, you know, it wasn't on PC, so. 
I mean, it was just on Origin. I'm not gonna. That was real I, dumb. I'm not gonna jump on that. That sounds awful. I, I uh, did. It was awful. That, that's I paid twenty five dollars for DLC Epic that was like games. ten years old. You should feel bad. Mm, Hashtag fuck Epic. But what Why? But we're not talking about Epic. Yeah, but you talked oh. about Origin, and that's how I feel about jumping on Epic. I, I didn't gross. care about Origin. All right. Well, next piece of news. Uh, Alec, rumor Square Enix to announce a new R- action RPG, Final Fantasy spinoff, looking like uh, from the creators of Neo. I really, uh, I want to. I, I own Neo. I should, I should play Neo. I think that could work. They're saying they're saying this is going to be set in the original Final Fantasy One universe. Uh, Alec, as another Final Fantasy person. But you fell off, haven't you? Well, I mean, yeah, I fell off after they stopped being good. You know, Final Fantasy uh, 9. That's better. (laughs) 10? 10-2? 10, maybe. Do you feel more inclined to play something like this if it's set in that original Final Fantasy 1 verse? Mm, I have a hard time calling it a Final Fantasy is really what it comes down to. Because, to me... Final Fantasy defines a genre and a method of play. It's that fantasy, turn-based, four-character, maybe five, party that you go through. You have a story. There's magic of some sorts. There's a bad you're just, guy You're just describing a video it. game now. You're yeah. just describing a video game. Well, I'm describing a generic JRPG, but once you turn it action RPG... There's a story? <laughs> What, right, what is the world of Final Fantasy 1? The world what, of Final Fantasy 1 is you've got a, well, fantasy setting. Kings, queens, dwarves, crystals. elves, crystals. Pants. Uh, you've got the fiends. Pants. 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 Always got to have pants. You've got the armoire of invincibility. No, wait, that's 8-bit theater. Um, mm-hmm. oh. Anyway, so, uh, so I'm all- down for this. I'm down for this. Let's let's expand uh, the universe. Final I, Fantasy VII. All is I'm hearing is generic fantasy world. Well, I mean, yes. Shit, Final Fantasy VII was, or Final Fantasy One was probably the most generic one. This yeah. came out when we were what, like between six months and a year old. It was 1986, man. Yeah. I mean, speaking of, you know, this will give it some personality. Speaking of giving personality to something that might be generic, uh, Dragon Quest Three HD Remake, damn, that looks good. It looks like they took some of the pixel art and made it a little bit more 3D and given it depth, almost like an Octopath Traveler. Uh, I will give this one a shot for sure. Uh, Getty, what did you think of this? I'm on board. Let me know when it comes out. Okay. Cuz you played yep. you just played 2, right? I played 2. Did you play 1? I played 1. I haven't played a Dragon Quest since they were on the NES. So you played a Dragon Quest though. Just just the original and I was like, "Wait, I got to go back to the king to save? F this noise. I'm out." Yeah, it was fine. It was fine. He was pretty <laughs> funny. Yeah, it was okay. Yeah, I mean, it, but when I was a kid, going back, at, so my comparison was Dragon Quest or Final Fantasy, and I could save at every town that had an inn versus going back to the king at the first town to save? No. You're ornery today. I am. I mm. blame it on the children. 
I mean, at least he didn't blame it on Sonic. Or blame it on the... Let's keep going. I mean, I could. Again, you didn't blame it on Sonic. Because Sonic had announcements. There's a bunch of Sonic announcements for his 30th. They're going to be making a one new mainline Sonic game. Two, uh, Sonic Colors Ultimate, which seems to be a re-release of Sonic Colors. Uh, Sonic Origins Collection, 1, 2, 3, Knuckles, and CD, which uh, I love CD. More people should play Sonic CD. And they are throwing Sonic into all sorts of other games. And this is where I kind of wanted to uh, talk about. First off, in Yakuza, you can always play the old Sega arcade games. And now you can play Sonic Fighters, the full version of Sonic Fighters in Yakuza. Uh, it's not Yakuza, it's um, in Judgment, Judgment, which is now the new brawling Yakuza. Uh, the new, the, the second uh, Judgment, the sequel. They are putting Sonic and his characters and themes into Two Point Hospital. But then there's the new Tokyo Olympics video game where they're just putting, you can make your character be, and it's not Sonic. It's just a dude in a f- poorly fitted Sonic outfit. That sounds like I, I feel like I feel like last week we were just talking about a bad costume and how it relates to uh, box art made demand in Marvel vs. Yeah. Capcom three. Yeah, we were talking Same about energy. the uh, redo of the original Sonic in the movie, uh, and how yeah, that was the best thing to come of fan outrage. Same energy. This having a a guy in a Sonic outfit that looks awful is really big Sonic energy, and I really really like it. <laughs> big Sonic uh, energy, <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's funny. You guys should look at that trailer because it's real silly. Uh, I've never played Sonic Colors. I hear okay things. I would I would play that, but uh, having another mainline Sonic game only gives me kind of hope. But I'm like one of the few people that still has hope for Sonic that maybe he could be good again. We should have used a Mania 2 announcement. That's my only two cents. Agreed. Um, You know, Sonic... I mean, we got... I was kind of hoping they'd have Sonic um, the movie 2, just have, like, a little bit of details, but, of course, like, that one hasn't even started filming yet. Speaking of movies, a Portal movie in the works uh, from J.J. Abrams. He does fine films. He's kind of hit or miss from time to time, so we will see... Who, who, who Presumably wants to make... he's... I Presumably liked... what? Presumably he is not writing it, he's just directing it, or does he have both responsibilities? We'll have to, we'll have to see. I'm not, I'm not even sure entirely. Hmm. Uh, who wants to make another silly prop bet? Portal movie, what's the over-under on this actually getting made? Anybody? Are you giving me a PS5 finally? I don't owe anybody a PS5, you sons... What? I don't I'll, I'll take I'll I'll take it happens for double or nothing of what you owe me. What? Wait, hmm. What do I owe you? I think you owe him a PS5. Five. That's not that's not true at all. Getty, if, I owe you I like what was PS5s. it? Was it 30 bucks on the Borderlands movie, Getty? I believe it was 30 sure. bucks. We'll call it 30 bucks. It's 30 <laughs> bucks on Borderlands movie. Who's ready to go for another 30 on the Portal movie getting made? I'm trying to make your money you back. Know, Yes. I'll, I'll, yes, I'll I, stick with the double or nothing. Yeah. I only owe I Getty, know. so I don't owe anybody nothing. That's not true. Exactly. The bet was between Joel and Alex, and I believe the original amount 
was twenty dollars. However, there you go. Thank you, Getty. It quickly escalated to mythic proportions. Uh, <laughs> it is now twenty. It is twenty dollars for the Borderlands movie. Joel, you want to go for double or nothing on the Portal now, movie? You you don't think it'll happen? I don't think there'll be a Portal movie getting made. <laughs> I think it will. Okay, twenty bucks. And I'll, I'll I'll give you the rationale. <laughs> A person like J.J. Abrams, whose work I've been shown I don't care for, uh, he if his name's attached to it, his he's high profile, he is a money maker, so he will value his time. I I, I think it happens. If it doesn't happen next year, the next one, no. But that movie's getting made. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that, we'll see. We'll see. I'll take I'll take I have, forty dollars now until I, I have heard... a cast. Until I have a cast and I have principal photography. Nothing. Give I me a trailer heard, or, or death. I've heard of no rumors with JJ attached to it that haven't come to fruition. What rumors have you heard about JJ? Well, I mean, the original rumor was Star Wars. Star Trek. Or Star Trek. And yes, then Star you. Wars. Sorry. And then Star Wars. And those both happened. Those are only two rumors. I'm sure there's plenty more rumors that have not come true. No, Not that I've heard. I stand by my confirmation bias, you dirty, rotten scoundrel. At least you admit it. Going along with movies again, uh, we have Ubisoft's second movie, uh, their second movie, uh, what seems to be a play on, uh, on uh, the old campfire game of uh, Werewolf. It is called... What is it called? I just watched it and I don't know. Yeah, I'm pulling it up right now. Some werewolf uh, Werewolves Within. Werewolves Within. I, uh, my big question as I just watched it is: Is this a horror movie or a comedy? Yep, uh, that's the lion straddling. Yep, at least from the trailer. It's definitely one of they, they do the, they do the sort of like slow dread of stuff, and then they'll do the jump scare, and then it's just a joke instead. So, right, I feel like they it seems like they're trying to weave the elements in of it, and it, it works well. It. For me, it feels like uh, Evil Dead 2. It's not quite certain if it's trying to be a horror or trying to be a comedy. And so it's doing both. Mm-hmm. But, you know, the what I was saying earlier was that, like, Cabin in the Woods did did that well. As, you know, that I felt like it was very funny and scary. So I, I'd like to think that that genre can exist, and I like that when that happens. So I like... I, Ubisoft's first outing with Assassin's Creed was trash. But now... We get something that can, uh, that it, just from the trailer alone, I, I laughed a couple times, so I, I'm already kind of at least a little bit impressed at the improvement that they have made. Do, do you think that because this property is less well-known that they were more free to work with it, where Assassin's Creed, it's such an established mainstream thing that they had to veer towards sort of a generic mainstream story? Well, this isn't, this isn't a property. Oh, I thought it was. Okay. Mm. okay. This is a completely... What's, uh, I, not that I'm aware of. I don't see... I think this is an original film. See, that's interesting to me if it's Ubisoft's involvement. Does that... Uh, my I guess... why that being their strategy. My guess is that if this pans out well, there will be a video game from it. I mean, you just got to do like an Among Us style thing, which is kind of where the story goes. So mm-hmm. I don't... I yeah, I mean, don't. to some extent, they already said in the trailer, I'm a werewolf, you're a werewolf, everyone's a werewolf. Yes. Yes, exactly. Uh, 
Next piece of news, Valve is making a Switch-like portable gaming PC device. Uh, hey, Alec, you want to make a bet? <laughs> <laughs> a bet on whether or not I'll buy it if it sees light of day or when it sees, or if it sees light of day. If it sees light of day. Ooh, I mean, we're still waiting on Half-Life 3, so I'm going to go with, no, I don't want to make a bet on if it sees light of day. They've canceled so many projects, and they've act- before they've that have not seen light of day. There've been rumors in the back in the back end that just like, yeah, we finished whole things, and they've just been like, nope, shelve it, done. You know, they just kind of toss things aside. So, I think it'll happen. I think it will sell as good as the Steam Link and the Steam Controller. I bought one Ooh, of each. It, if it does, <laughs> I'm gonna totally buy one when they finally put them on clearance. I'm not missing out on this. Also, when all of it went on clearance, I bought uh, uh, two extras of each. (laughs) Just just (laughs) because. It's like, well, I should probably have two of these in case I have uh, other. When I have a bigger house, I'll have TV rooms all over the place. I need Steam links all, like, everywhere. You're just saving on shipping. You know, it just made sense to spread it across that many orders. Yeah. Got to use those coupon codes. Okay. Uh, continuing on, uh, the one last lone outlier is just that they announced Dragon Quest twelve. Uh, so that was uh, pretty interesting, having these uh, Dragon Quest event, Sonic uh, event, and then today they showed gameplay from uh, Horizon Forbidden West. And that was uh, pretty neat. I should play Horizon Zero Dawn. It's been in my backlog for so long. Let's get that one knocked out. Yeah, I still have to play Titanfall. Is that in the same genre as Horizon Zero Dawn? Sure. No. no. Same thing. Titanfall sure. 2. <laughs> Just one of them you play as a, a lady, and the other one you play as a guy. So. Right? That I mean, that's really the only I mean, they both have giant mechs game. in it. Yeah. Same thing. Getty making the connection. Getty making the connection where it needs to be. Freebies this week. Freebies. Lawless Lands on Indie Gala. Jassim, just another shooter with electronic music. Indie Gala. I actually, that one I looked into. It's pretty cool. Pixel art shooter. Uh, I, I like that one. I picked that one up myself. Chronology on Indie Gala. Among Us on the Epic Game Store. And Company Heroes, Company of Heroes 2, uh, plus all of its DLC on Steam. Quite a few freebies if you're looking to fill out a backlog and find some extra stuff to try to hang out and try out on the weekends. But uh, for me, check out my Thick Calves news. I'm flexing them extra hard. I actually have really good, I, you know, I wish I can get on camera. I have really good calves, guys. I mean, at well, this angle. a better camera. Yeah, at this ca- angle, just like touch your toes to your Yeah, let's just put or your leg not out. not flexible. This is this are all rap lyrics, guys. You're just telling me to touch my toe. Be right back. We're back, back with the backlog blog, where we play games that are literal work, and also near automata. Joel, you're playing Metopia. Uh, Metopia, tell me, 
for the unfamiliar, explain to me like I'm five. Mm-hmm. What is Metopia? Well, thankfully, this game is targeted to five-year-olds. Sweet. Um, Metopia was an RPG that came out on the Nintendo 3DS, I think in mm-hmm. 2016, and it uh, sold as well as a 3DS game could at the end of its cycle. It, it was It's a RPG where you make me characters from, like, the Wii days. And Were they even to, relevant when this came out? Sure, I why not? Think you could make, I think there was me stuff on the 3DS a little yeah. more. Because uh, they had the Street Pass stuff, too, where if you walked around through 3DS and it could tag somebody and invite themselves to your world. Okay. So it, it was it was more integrated there. It sort of died off with the Wii U. Uh, it was sort of the last place that really used uh, me characters. But you start out by mating a band of people for the town you're going into. And you create your character... And then you walk along, and as you go along in the game's story, it'll be introducing these new characters where you can then have the opportunity to make their me faces again for each new character. Uh, so you first run into the main bad guy antagonist pretty early, and from there you can make his face too. So you can you can get really, really silly with all of it because they've added some extra options and features and stuff to where uh, you can make a pretty diverse set of facial expressions so are you the bad how many guy celebrities did you make version? hmm i want to go first what are you the bad guy okay. in the version i thought your kids were playing joel <laughs> um god what no the, i gave them the option and they just basically made like a librarian face all right why i don't know <laughs> but that's what it ended up being uh but this game so so here's the thing we probably had more fun as a family making the me characters than actually playing the game on my end. Uh, because we did it like a family event and it was just silly playing around stuff. But then you get to the actual gameplay and the way it works is that you have a starting point and then you won't make any movement. It'll like auto run your character through a landscape until it decides it's time for a battle. And then that's where you get into the turn-based RPG stuff. But even that, it's uncomplicated. Like, there's not really necessarily any sort of noticeable strength or weaknesses things I'm seeing. But they work in that way. As you gain new members, you don't get to change the action of them. You have to uh, allow them to play themselves out. So even with a bigger team, you still only have your actions that you can play uh, for your character. I mean, there becomes other options where you can basically use items to heal impromptu wherever, which is nice uh, if you find yourself in a bind. But the thing is, they included an option to let you auto-battle. Yeah, now, you know, as, now I'm on board. So what ends up happening is instead of only playing one character, you play no. <laughs> the game plays out the battles, and then all you do is hit the... Uh, next button at the completion screen to see how much experience you got. So, I have been using that for more than half of what i played so far because the choices are so little in the actual battle, at least where I've gotten, that it's like you're almost doing nothing anyway. Might as well let the game play for you at that point. And 
in between different uh, landscapes, you end up at inns. And inns is sort of like your home hub. You get to recharge your character's health and stuff. Uh, but then there's a social aspect to your team members where there will be different rooms in the hotel. And if you pair up two of them together, they'll naturally gain like a closer kinship to each other. And you end up having to kind of shuffle people around pretty constantly between ends. Otherwise, there'll be like jealousy or people shunning each other. And then you have to rebuild that relationship by spending more time with them. There, there's even these uh, take-out events where like the, you'll use a titan, they'll go to the movies or they'll go to fish or go to the coffee shop. It's, it's all very cutesy and, and funny. Uh, you have to use foods for stat boost there. And then there's actually also mini games where it's one's a roulette wheel and then the other one's like rock, paper, scissors to get money, hmm. which the money is used to get upgrades for your weapons and equipment. But the way they worked is that you could give the money to the person if they say they want the item. But if they come back, they might not actually get the item they said they wanted. So, like, they'll come back with a healing potion or something like that instead of the weapon or item. So, it, it's this weird, it's this weird, like, game of chance <laughs> that seems, like, kind of arbitrary. But, all in all, it's it's charming, the writing's silly and fun, but there's just a lot going on that makes it both tedious to play and also hardly playing at all. <laughs> hmm. It seems like a waking nightmare from what I've looked at. <laughs> my kids having a great time with it like nothing i mean i guess that's what matters right more yeah it, that that's probably the people who it's meant for more than anybody so yeah i'm just looking so at I it now and i was like oh god i need to buy this for my children is apparently what you're saying warning it's fifty dollars so it's oh. not Ooh. that that's a that's a high asking price for yeah it is says. Ooh. Oof. Uh, Alec, get us out of here. What You finished Near Automata. I did. I was... I, I don't know. I don't... I feel like the ending was very odd. It was really cool that you got to do both endings at the same time. Because it wasn't just, oh, here's the ending. Now you have to go through and play it a second time. It was, here's an ending. Pick your character. That was the hardest part of this game was whose ending I wanted to do because <laughs> I had no clue what was going to happen. And we get to it, you go through it, whoever you picked and I picked uh, A2's ending first. And then, thank God, they unlocked chapter select for you. And then I went back and did nine's ending. I really enjoyed the game overall. Gives a lot of thoughtful philosophical perspective to what does it mean to be alive what does it mean to be a person or a robot where is that line blurred how do you cross that line what separates us from them and it really gives a lot into that us and them thinking something i found very intriguing by the endings was the explanation given by A2 around the fact that to be 
wasn't actually to be, she was to E. And it makes you wonder how it makes sense to the first ending that you get where she's choking 9S out and says, why does it always end this way? Mm-hmm. Yep. And it really and- makes you wonder how many times has she, in particular, the two B that you play as, actually choked out a 9S? This game does a great part of sort of forcing that question several different times. Uh, one of the ones that I thought of as you were mentioning that was uh, the time when, uh, like, with with uh, 9S, you know, they talked about how they reboot him back at the moon base. Yeah. And, and then through his run, it sort of becomes a question of, like, okay, how many times have they had to reboot me in an earlier firmware update where I've lost patches of memory, lost experiences and, and everything. And then that that's like an existential question of like how much of yourself is actually there anymore if somebody's erasing and rebooting you. And, well, right. They bring that up at the very beginning of your first playthrough because you go through with nines and you defeat these Goliath-class robots and just self-destruct but two b's memories are uploaded but nines are not and you've got diverging paths of what does it mean to be nines mm-hmm. and and then for me the the initial question ended up being what does it mean for like what does it mean for a robot to exist with the, when their purpose is gone what do they do then? What what is their next purpose? If their their creators are gone, and their purpose is now completely gone, you don't have you don't have either of those things. So you have to only, either you die or you have to come up with your own directives, and that's what that's what the whole the whole point of it was that a you know a two B and nine S and just your ha in general is just trying to find a purpose. From what it seems like, they're just trying to continue the facade of a purpose. Which, and the robots, the, the robots communities that they come out like they they partition off into different uh, communities, and it becomes this weird situation where the people at or the robots that want to go to the village, they're sort of peace seekers that don't want any harm to anybody. The people at the carnival area, or people, the robots at the carnival area, they are all still just sort of following along what they would have been doing before because they don't know how else to live other than continuing to repeat that pattern. It's it's captivating. Like, even you think about the, the prince and the king, kingdom area where the robots were at it, it, it's all very very interesting oh yeah we're like uh, king's a baby is he gonna grow i don't know yeah sure is cute though <laughs> right well and that kind of gets into some of it too with the fact that they don't know what the hell they're doing well it they've was... never they've never been on their own before that's right. the whole point of a robot is that it doesn't need to be on its own it has a it has instructions yeah it, it just really trips you out because what it, it, even though we're talking about robots and androids the androids lost their purpose when all the humans died and the robots lost 
kind of their purpose multiple centuries earlier when all the aliens died. And it's just like, well, even though we're talking about these non-human creatures, it still applies to us. It's a reflection of society in that what do we live for our purpose or is our purpose what we make of it? And even in just in general, that's what they had to do. And it, it just reminded me of like what it, what it would be like as a child to figure out something brand new that you've never had to do or experience before and how it would look just trying to figure anything, any of it out. I mean, there was uh, the, the auditorium robot that, would, uh, that was trying, the boss at the carnival. The, the one that wanted to be beautiful. But that's the thing is that she just didn't, this is the first time that a robot has to discern, wants to discern what beauty is. Uh, later on, you find uh, a bunch of robots who are uh, emulating sex, but it's because they don't know what it's for. They just know it exists. So they're just trying to act as if, like, like they're just trying to act what they've seen as humans. You know, just, you know, some, some try to be peaceful, some try to be monstrous, but the idea is they're just emulating what they think it takes to be alive because they don't mm-hmm. know how. You know, and you can only imagine that one of them would breathe because he thinks that that's what you have. You just do it because you, you, that's what it means to be alive is you have to breathe. And so they would try it. You know, something like that. You could just see right. them try these things. Which I saw reflected so many times in the conversation between 2B and 9S. You've got these androids that have never met humans but have very human personalities. And they're very concerned with what the humans would do, what the humans want and how humans behave. They're talking about these things as if they were human about breathing, about pain. And all they are, are receptors and machinery They're They don't, they don't have a concept of this and they're so close to human to machines but they're still trying to separate themselves from one another when as you're pl- despite how angry playing through his 9s made me there was this very simple point that if you just take the time to listen and understand what people are going through what has made them them there is more bringing you together than is what's bringing you apart. Yes, that is that 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 game has just so many concepts that you could just sit there and just like just just chew on, just really just like okay, like what does this mean? How does it how does it make you feel to reflect on the the, the capabilities of of man? And you know, the overall theme I kind of found from it was what would happen if there were no humans and the idea of mm. well again now life is going to figure a way out for there to be any kind of existence at all robots trying to find their own existence so it's like a, a desolate planet does it just remain or does something sprout forward new yes i and i love that aspect of it it was so intriguing to me despite my frustration at the second playthrough the third one really clinched it for me I, I hated the walking while you're you're half dead, it, like going mm. to the. You know, I hated that part. I had a really frustrating time with that. One. Yeah. 
So, uh, so that's on that's that's off the list. Uh, what is next on your list? I know you're going to be streaming some more Metroidvanias, but what is next on your? Uh, Alec has been out of gaming for so long. I need to start knocking out some of these classics that have happened in the last ten years. I don't actually have something for that. I know my next thing is uh, Axiom Verge for Metroid Mondays because Axiom Verge Two is supposed to release this year. Okay. Uh, may I suggest Titanfall 2? Uh, Getty and Joel, do you have any other suggestions for Alec uh, as he has access to Game Pass and all of the games along with that? Do you have any thoughts on what his next uh, missing link is? No, I think that's a good choice. That's a well-regarded, lauded first-person shooter. It feels good. It's not going to be too tough. Getty? I just clicked install on titanfall 2 in 64 bloody gigs yeah it's a, yep it's a big one yep yep getty any other suggestions i'm opening the microsoft game pass thinger here i'm thinking dishonored did you do something you did dishonored right i started it didn't finish it it didn't have enough into it for me to actually continue through with it okay so you've had your you fill know- of that one yeah, um, the newest new Dragon Quest is out there on Game Pass. Oh, is it? It's supposed to be pretty good. Yeah, Dragon Quest Eleven, uh, super like hot, games. super hot's on there for me. Uh, I really like that one as a game that does something different, but makes you, I think, one of the best games of the last ten years. Hmm. Yeah. I kind of like to think of Alec, I, I think I've mentioned this before, but I think of Alec as like Captain America. Like everyone's just like, hey, have you tried <laughs> this? You've been on Frozen. Have you tried this? Have you tried this jazz album? Have you tried this movie? Have you tried... So mm-hmm. like, I feel like he's at the notebook and he's like, all right, write another one on the I list. Right okay, here. got it. <laughs> well, I'm glad you enjoyed Near Automata. You're not a full monster. Uh, we will uh, follow up with you on your next quest into the last 10 years of gaming. All right. Now let's move on to one last thing. One last thing sending us into uh, one last sentence, one last statement sending us into the weekend and you, the listener, to the weekday. For me, I'm pretty excited. We recorded a bonus episode uh, about Mortal Kombat, uh, both the original and the 2021 that is going to be up on a different. We're basically guest hosting uh, over on After the Hype. So we created a Super GG Radio After the Hype bonus episode. So we'll be posting that uh, in the next week or so. Rachel? Yes, uh, next week. We'll target next, next week. Okay. Uh, Joel, your one last thing? Uh, I got nothing because I want Getty to see his wife. Tonight. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> Getty, one last thing. Uh, happy Memorial Day because that's what's uh, happening. <laughs> And Alec. I'm going to go with uh, Happy Memorial Day. And how did I let myself get roped in to so many things? I'm now a den leader. I'm the vice president of a beekeepers association. What the hell happened to my free time? You're weak-willed. Apparently. There you go. And that will be it for this week's Super GG Radio. Before we go, you can find us on Twitter at Super GG Radio and twitch.tv slash Super GG Radio, where we will be doing Metroid, um, a Metroidvania Mondays. 
2D Tuesdays, nothing on Wednesday, Podcast Thursdays, I swear to God I'm going to choke him, <laughs> Metal Gear Solid Kevin Fridays, <laughs> he is very aware, I threatened his life in person, so we're all very clear and on the same page, I want him to, I want him to finish Revengeance, uh, and uh, I think that's it for right now, uh, Joel, are you still taking Saturdays or no? Yeah, we'll be farming this weekend, we'll, we'll have something farming. figured out for next week. Go meet up Furman. at the DeWitt Farm, uh, and one of those days, one of the open days, I'm still, I'm feeling it out. I'm pretty sure I'm gonna stream this upcoming week. If you'd like to reach us with questions or input, our email address is mail at superggradio.com. The provided review on iTunes or the Jean Shorts of your choice. Nice. Thanks for listening. GG Joel. Good game. GG Getty. Good game. And GG Alec. Good game. Good night, everybody. Oh, 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 oh,